0: Hello, and welcome back to our irregular but mighty podcast that has a code name of happy maybe also known as happiness not guaranteed nikita how are you doing the secret fact is happy
1: maybe was generated by chat gpt after taking happiness good not guaranteed and attempting to find a domain name that isn't that believe it or not happiness not guaranteed is a wonderful name for a domain that other people had already come up with um so happy maybe is the uh name now
0: dot dot com exists for happiness not guaranteed uh, it's too long who's, i doubt it who's gonna who's gonna Who's going to type Who it out? Would it's not catching the, in their right mind, yes. But we always have topics to talk about because we're both students of life and, and suffering and happiness. So, what's going on? You went on a trip, tell me about it. The Happiness Nerds, um, that should be another name. <laughs> The happiness bros.
1: (laughs) So just before I started recording, you were telling me how yet another person came up to you and asked that silly question. What was the question?
0: The question was, by the way, are you happy? Are you happy right now? Are you really happy? (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) I said, my silence should be the answer because I don't have a ready answer because I really want to give you a constructive answer. And I part of me also really wants to say, yes, I'm happy unconditionally because I have conditioned myself with the help of the environment To think that happiness is the highest ideal and that if I say I'm happy, at least I'll aspire to be happy, even if it's not true. And that if I start explaining or asking additional questions like what do you mean by happiness? What is happiness for you, dear (laughs) questioner? Uh, then you know then maybe I can answer it better to satisfy their curiosity but I'm not sure if anyone can even clarify this for me to get the right answer from me so I will say the short answer is yes unless I hit my finger with a nail with a hammer you know something or unless I uh, I'm sick and there's nothing else on my mind other than getting better maybe then I'll say like no I'm not happy but on the meta level I'm happy always because I'll take what I can get Every every day is a gift all this kind of philosophical stuff yeah so that's that's my answer there's never a short answer uh if you really want to get intellectual about this but I think that is the problem that we try to
1: um there is an assumption that happiness is something that you can describe um which i maybe you can but I really like when you say that it doesn't seem like it is the ultimate goal of any kind partially because it's not something that you can um keep like you can't become happy and then stay happy like it's not something that you can continuously be which makes it less it's kind of like an unattainable goal in a way um, I also like to say that the people who talk about happiness and the more they talk about happiness my general rule of thumb is less happy they are what do you think about it <laughs> people who bring it up
0: to discuss yeah, people
1: who bring it up I've heard I've heard some some weirdos having like an entire podcast about it um, that usually tells me that these people are not particularly happy because happy people don't talk about happiness. Just like, um, you know, full people don't talk, like people who are full and they had a, had a good dinner, they don't talk about food.
0: Well, I think your stance about this also says something about you, right? That you, that you believe that uh, it, it's even a substantial m- matter to, like say, that, that happiness is achievable, right? And that it's almost like the people who talk about happiness are not happy themselves, but maybe they're not happy in that moment, but maybe tomorrow they will be Because, you know, anyone can attain happiness at any moment and lose it at any moment as well. So it can be literally in like, you know, five second uh, sprints, you know, happy, unhappy, happy, unhappy. Kind of like that uh, tale about, you know, uh, the villager whose son got sick and then he didn't get drafted to the army. Yeah, it's called the Y. All this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so it can
1: flip all the time. No, wasn't no, so the wires. It's called maybe or something. It's called the um, the maybe tale. Something like that.
0: Maybe, I th- yeah, exactly like the theme of our podcast. <laughs> so okay so maybe those people are chronically unhappy the, the ones who want to really get into the happiness question like us maybe who knows i don't know i'm not ready to make a judgment yet okay let's talk about uh, what uh no this the thing the thing
1: that i had about this um i had recent experience and i kind of want to talk to you about it because i i'm pretty sure you go through this yourself uh just recently i came back from a trip and as soon as I like on my like on my plane back home, I felt inspired. I felt very good. I felt happy, if you want. Um, I had all these ideas about all the things that I should do. You know, I should you know write my blog more often and record a podcast and maybe try getting another education and then start volunteering and and set up the routine to work out and blah 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 blah. There's an entire list of things, and I felt so good. Like pla- planning things felt so good. What kind of trip was it? Like I went to I went to uh, Costa Rica for uh, for two weeks. Yes kind of cool um you know very refreshing nature and then i caught myself being so sucked into the fantasy of the perfect me the fantasy of all the things that i need to do I'm like okay this is i know i know the answer i know the answer now this is exactly what i need to do this is how i will be come this is how i will become apparently not yet but this is how i will become happy in this very feeling of planning all this um felt really good and then I remembered that time after time, when I go travel and I got, get home, uh, I have this bullet list of things that I want to do. There's always like, you should work out more often and eat healthy and you know the usual stuff. And I remembered every single one of the bullet lists that I've ever written about this. And then I thought, wait,
0: I'm doing this again. Does this happen to you doing this again as in returning to where you were before the trip and, and not not finding the new inspired uh, routine as as the answer to to your ongoing sort of issues that that you couldn't couldn't break up okay so that trip really helped you it inspired you now you have all these new uh, ideas and and the plan is set but then you slide back and you think maybe you start thinking or maybe i start thinking okay i need another trip because clearly the trip it was the answer you know so (laughs) Maybe then I will reset it. Like for me, it's like, since I travel quite a bit, uh, I, when I choose a place and I decide to invest in that place and it doesn't meet all of my expectations, oftentimes related to building relationships uh, in that new place, uh, I start thinking, oh no, this place is not right for me because I'm perfect. You know, everybody should want to, uh, you know, get to know me and hang out with me. But if it's not happening, if it's not going my way, there's a remedy, pack up and go just go go to the next place. And while you're at the next place, while I am at the next place, I have this grace period of like uh, four days to seven days of, of unrealized potential. I think anything can happen. Now I can meet the most amazing people. I can get the most amazing compliments. I can make an appearance here and be like, Whoa, you know, this guy is not from here. It's really cool that he's here now. Welcome. And let's go. We're going to show you all the best things around here. Uh, just, I just need to show up kind of like the, um, what what kind of effect it would be a cinderella I don't know, something um, but when it's not happening you know I, and, and the reality sets in that tells me that i need to do some more work or lower my expectations then i'm thinking okay well this place is not exactly what i thought it was going to be maybe it's time to pack up and go and have this unrealized potential felt elsewhere oh here i am new place anything can happen now and let's see if anything can happen now amazing things can happen you know <laughs> so so this is this is what happens so i have to always work on my independent routine morning rituals get, being productive you know staying in touch with people who are tried and true people who are friends with, with whom i can have phone calls like we're having right now that i don't need to prove anything to that i, need, I don't need to establish anything with anymore because uh, we've been through most important sort of uh, aspects of how relationships should go and that keeps me grounded otherwise yeah if in this aspirational Living, everything is very, very, very temporary. Yes, that's my answer.
1: I, I guess what I was going to is more similar to like the New Year's resolution kind of feel. Like the moment when you have the plans for yourself, the ideal plans for yourself. This, the, the, I, I don't have the right word. Is inspiration the right word? Like, what if you are inspired and then you are very inspired for a little bit, but then something happens. I don't know if it's you or me, but I, I think it's everybody. Uh, I don't know. It's the it's the New Year years or you're turning, you know, you you have a birthday and you you write it down, all the things that you want to do. And let's imagine that you're someone who, like me who is struggling with the uh, like a regular um, gym routine or physical routine. Um, and then there, is, there, are, there are moments when I feel so inspired and so sure and certain that this is exactly how I will do it. This is exactly what I need to do. That's how I do it. Um, and then that maybe can go for a few days, which is great. For a few days, I feel great. I just like, okay, I'm going to run every morning. I'm going to run the day one. I'm gonna Run the day two. I'm gonna maybe run the day three, but then something happens. And something happens, and my previous fantasy about quote unquote becoming happy, it clearly something was wrong. If I needed this, I'm like okay, this I need this to fix it. And then I'm not doing it. And then I'm back to the normal self. And then I maybe judge myself for not having the willpower that I'm supposed to have. And then I think, shit, maybe the, all these other people who, who read fancy books and who know how to do it and they hack themselves to to be able to do it, or maybe I don't want to do it to begin with, and I should just let it go and stop fantasizing it about being this kind of guy who goes to gym and runs every morning. Maybe that's just not me. Is that possible? So, so the qu- two questions I have here is why am, w- w- the two questions that I have here is why are we, why am I and are we sort of fantasizing about this? Why does it so feel so fulfilling, feel
0: so good to imagine myself doing it? And why does it disappear eventually? The gym example reminds me of how gyms are extra full in January every year. And then gradually towards December, they get more and more and more empty and I think it's a very common thing because New Year's resolutions have this power to push people to take action sign up for classes sign up for gym learning languages and all this kind of stuff and it, it's oftentimes not even about inspiration for me it's about literally forgetting this stuff and not looking at that list or not having somebody to remind me like hi, hey, by the way how is it going you know you're thinking how is it going why is it not going I have no reason not to continue with whatever I wrote in that resolution. I just didn't think about it. Like, I'm not meditating. There's, there's actually a book called Why Am I Not Meditating? Uh, and <laughs> uh, I am not. Med- I haven't been meditating lately. There's no good reason. However, I've been reading books lately. And then reading books, it's... I mean, knowing me today... Uh, like, I used to read books when there was no internet. There was no uh, smartphones and stuff like that. I would sit on the balcony on my summer break from school and read books. I would be super engrossed. And it was my entertainment instead of what I had have today uh, in, in form, in for, in the form of devices. So for me to read today is to give up cheap and easy and delicious entertainment uh, of social networks, of uh, watching YouTube and stuff like that. So it's an effort and I make it and I feel good about myself reading books, even if it's like five pages a day, because somehow I made myself remember it. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's so pleasant to read a book compared to browsing, uh, you know, Instagram or something like that. It's not as, it's not an easy uh, thing for me to, to just enjoy. But I train myself to still do it because there's some effect in there. And it's an exercise of being away from from something else that I think is inherently Mm. risky to get used to so much like uh, browsing social networks and such. I think you've struggled with it quite a bit yourself uh, and and made some sacrifices right by cutting off certain things from from uh, from your consumption consumption habits. Now, if you're inspired uh, to do something and you stop doing it, maybe part of it you didn't you didn't want it to begin with. But I think the, the simple answer is that if you don't have really good reminders and if you didn't have people in your life who remind you about this, it's very easy to slip into the default mode where it's like, okay, I don't want to waste my energy on this. Or, or uh, you don't even think about it, it's subconscious, you know. Nearly every conversation I have with people and
1: with you comes back to the the freedom of will inevitably. Did I want it? Did I imagine wanting it and I actually didn't? Or did I, well, actually did want it except that something else happened and then I stopped wanting? it. There's like, uh, if I want it, then why am I not wanting it continuously and able to motivate myself and discipline myself? I remember the other day I had this there's like a couple things about a couple of conversations I had about discipline in general. Um, I have a friend who's also like struggling with getting all of her aspirations done, and she immediately judged herself for not having enough discipline. And then what I found to say to her was, "Don't worry about the discipline. Think, stop using the word discipline. Start using the word um, inspiration. Like, if you're not doing it, it's actually fine. Uh, but is it true? I don't know because the other person I spoke with the other like literally last week, he said discipline, and he he gave a definition that that stuck with me. Um, he said, discipline is the ability to do what you don't want to do. And that just broke my brain. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what? Do you, how can I do what I don't want to do? Then if I don't want to do it, then who's doing it and why? So I don't know, like, you know, waking up to go to the gym or these t- types of examples. Um, I, whatever part of me, doesn't want to do it. And yet there is another part of me that does. And then
0: somehow one part wins. I think he, in my case, I can trick myself into wanting something. Like today I went to the gym in the morning and, and the day before I did go to the gym in the morning and yesterday i literally did not want to go and i didn't go and i there were seven reasons why i didn't go throughout the whole day even though i had the chance to go between 6 a.m and 11 p.m there's plenty of time to go still didn't go right and today i went in the morning i i skipped like a happy cartoon character to the gym because my want came from i'm a piece of crap if i don't go like i really i programmed myself to to be hard on my on my you know it's you know silly laziness like I I was like okay losing respect for myself have to gain it back and also as a bonus remind myself that going to the gym can be cool and fun because I have some stuff loaded in my phone I have an audiobook on confidence I have some um, breaking news podcast that maybe I saved for that day to listen to something like that you know and, and I was on a diet from podcasts you know for three days and now at the gym I can finally do all this stuff together so I like bribe myself like at the gym you can listen to some cool shit you know and uh and these are the tricks i have to do uh, to to make those things happen for myself uh, otherwise my i don't want i don't feel like it they're they're just so impulse driven and like okay I'd, I'd rather be eating ice cream and, and watching tv but i thought i told myself no you have to earn it you have to do a couple of things that you think you don't want but that are good for you and then you can do that so these are my do you have any, any tricks? tricks like this that you play with yourself
1: Ooh, it works sometimes but it, there is another part of me that so, so it's like it's like in order for me to play a trick on myself there is another part of myself that needs to want <laughs> needs to want or wants to need english that needs to want to want to take to to play the trick um recently i was i was be, I, I became very interested in this um uh, type of uh, psychology or whatever, the the framework of the mind that uh, I really, really like uh, called IFS, which you might have heard of. IFS stands for internal family systems. I'm currently reading the book. I'm no expert whatsoever, but I love the concept so much because it's so applicable to what we're talking about now. The internal family systems is this idea that you aren't a single individual. You aren't a single sort of person, mind. You are a multi-mind. You are multiple... Th- little things competing for attention at different times, like multiple different individuals, multiple different characters within you, all playing different roles and wanting different things. And most of the struggle on a daily basis is having to have one part of your mind discipline the other part of your mind. Um, And what you were describing fits really nicely because they actually have words for all these different parts. Uh, They call them parts, like the parts of the mind. Their terminology is the word part. and so if, if they were listening to this conversation, they would probably say, oh, you had different parts of your mind, one part that didn't want to do and one part that did, and one part that um, decided to shame you into it or, or otherwise discipline you into it. Um, what I've re- and, and, and what interests me as of late is, how can I find a way to avoid using shame or guilt on myself in order to motivate myself? right? Because shame or guilt is a form of self-directed hatred. Um, And I'm like, how can I make myself go to gym without having to shame myself into it? Like, how can I be inspired to go consistently? Like, I can be inspired once or twice, but how can I be inspired consistently? Um, Yeah, it's more of an open question. It doesn't, I don't know if it has a good answer. Maybe it does, but it seems important to me at least.
0: Yeah, I, I think as a general theme of our podcast, we're not providing answers. Yeah, we're just providing life observations, little things that happen to us, and uh, it's more of an open question situation, which I I like. Actually, I'm much more of a asking good questions, getting satisfaction from asking good questions or hearing good questions than getting good answers, because answers kind of settle things in in a subjective way. Um, if if somebody has the answer for you, that they're and they have conviction about it, it's a temporary relief because there's so so many things to continue to explore and navigate in life that that may not be it may not be possible to encapsulate in, in a single solution uh, but i think you tell me this now and again that it's a sign of a, you know of some kind of a living and uh, full of life sort of mind is questioning everything right and and not settling with already like uh, solidified uh, concrete concepts in Because this assuredness is, uh, I don't know, how would you describe that? Like there's some definitely positives. Everybody knows about the positives of of self-assuredness and competence. But what are the negatives in your your mind?
1: There's another side of it. I would describe it as being rigid uh, or being stuck or thinking that you know everything there is to know. Um, I really like this. I forgot what it's from. I think it's like a Buddhist concept or something. It says um, something like if you walk down the road and you see a Buddha kill him and uh, this is just a metaphor to say that if you have discovered the solution to everything, you like found this particular book that answers all of your questions and you finally realize that this book is the answer to all your questions and that's how you need to live is exactly by, by this book. Then the very next step in your personal development must be what if that's not true and what do I do? What else do I do? Like the idea of like I see progress in personal development, if you want. I see progress in personal development as a series of establishing ground and breaking the ground to establish the new one. As soon as someone... I am very... Um, um, what's the word? Skeptical is not the word, but very cautious about uh, people who... Uh, are unnecessarily sure that they know what they're doing. And I'm often, I often trust more those who say that they no longer, they like, you know what? I've lived my life and I can tell you with assurance I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I trust you actually. I trust you more than someone who say that they do. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be. And that's what I think I, I kind of always I was always liked about you, for example, that you're um, given that just like the, the, you're the all the types of experiences that you had in life, you seem to have come to the similar conclusion in some ways. It's
0: true. It's true. I, it, it, like it's a forever humbling experience of, of looking for the answer, finding it and and still realizing that it's it's not really the answer. And and uh, but the search continues, for example, I, I am currently in on the market to, uh, yeah, to 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 possibly talk to a professional uh, therapist, you know, about about my things, but we'll we'll save it. We'll save it for another episode. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and how scary it is to actually uh, make that happen for me to make the decision, you know, happen. So yeah, this is very interesting. What you've you have, you've you've no, you haven't you've never done therapy. I've
1: never done therapy. Um. Yes prop oh amazing that's what we want to talk about next time oh i'm excited
0: <laughs> yes and we're going to talk about how you, next time how you feel about your inspiration and progress after uh, some time goes by hopefully you're still flying high on at least part of your inspiration that you gained from the trip thank you Vasily. always pleasure okay always a pleasure talk to you next time bye